Hi everyone, good morning, recording live from London and Amsterdam. This is the next episode of The Rebels Show, and I myself, my name is Elad Cohen, I'm the co-founder of Sapia and the co-host of the show, and with me is Sharon Skiamas, my co-founder and co-host. Hi Sharon. Hi everyone. So we have a packed day today, we have a special guest, Stacey Williamson-Mitchie, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Stacy is the owner of Awesome Mama Illustrations, which is a beautiful brand, uh, part of Sapia community, which does prints, cards, commissions. But actually, Stacy does way more than that. Stuff you didn't know about her. She recently wrote a children's book with her husband. Her goal is to empower moms to capture special family moments through illustrations and to enrich our kids' lives by broadening their perspectives. Apart from having those big, wonderful, audacious goals and having a super authentic voice, which we love, Stacy's running half a marathon to raise money for Tommy's charity, helping parents deal with baby loss. And we invited Stacy today to talk about Awesome Mama, about herself, about marathons. And uh, we really want you to hear her story because we believe it's a great source of inspiration. So Stacy, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. yeah that's great this is amazing really i I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I have three kids. I'm building a business as well. surely and... three kids is quite a marathon in itself yeah, this is like another <laughs> job you know it's really a job uh it's fun it's sometimes no most of the times it's hard some of the yeah. times it's fun, uh especially they're really young but ha- running half a marathon and having a business and and family like I think people need to hear it like how do you do that and why? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I never thought I would ever be a runner. I never thought I would sign up for anything um, more than I've, I've done a 5K before, but that was that in itself felt quite a slog. Um, but this was something I felt like I, I needed to do. Um, I have had three miscarriages. Um, my most recent one was um, in February this year, and mm. that was um, – Uh, from my frozen IVF round. We had IVF um, over December and January this year. And it was a frozen embryo that we'd been um, kept in storage for four years from when we had our first IVF with our little boy, Fox. Um, so it was really, really, it was, it's hard to describe because it felt quite monumental um and it was four years of thinking about this embryo of thinking about how it was created at the same time as fox how we just thought that it would work again because our first ivf worked um so it was four years of just dreaming about this potential child and then we got pregnant and it was amazing and we thought it was meant to be especially after we'd had two previous miscarriages which were both unexpected and natural pregnancies which we just never thought would ever happen and then we went on to have um, a, a miscarriage with this frozen embryo and it just kind of destroyed me um, and I needed to do something to try and process the grief because it was so different from the other two miscarriages which as I said was just totally unexpected. Um, in the pregnancies um, 
And I needed to do something that would try and focus my energy on something positive. I wanted something more hopeful to come out of my sadness. And Tommy's is a baby loss charity that um, I have heard of and I've um, supported in the past. But then I saw that they were doing a half marathon for um, in the Royal Parks half marathon, which was due to happen in October this year. But thanks to COVID, it has been postponed. Um, and so it's now going to happen in April of 2021, all being well. So I signed up. I didn't tell my husband. I was just upstairs by myself. And I just, I thought if I don't, if I talk to anyone about it, I won't do it. So I just <laughs> signed up, clicked the button and I was like, right, it's done. I have to do it now. And uh, then lockdown happened and I was like, perfect. This is the perfect time to, um, to obviously not perfect that the lockdown happened, but it was the perfect time to actually get out and do some running. Um, but I pushed myself way too far too fast. And, mm -hmm. um, I got a really bad injury and, uh, I tore one of the muscles in my calf and, uh, it stopped me from running for pretty much the whole of the first lockdown. And I was desperately unhappy about this. Um, especially because I really was so focused on it, but, uh, thanks to restrictions being lifted, I was able to start seeing my physio again and over the space of uh, six weeks, couple of months, she got my leg working back to um, pretty much how it should be. It's still a little bit iffy, but I got training again about seven, eight weeks ago and I'm now up to 11 kilometers. Um, this is from someone who previously had basically just run for the bus. Wow, I, amazing. <laughs> I, so I, there's I, hope for me. Yeah, well, there's hope for anyone. I honestly never thought that I would be getting out there and just going because I find running so boring. Um, and if I don't have music Same. on, I can't yeah. do it. I've I've been out running and my battery is gone and the music has stopped and I've just walked home because I can I cannot find the motivation without having something playing in my ears. What do you um, like listening to while you're running? <laughs> um, uh, all sorts, all sorts, quite eclectic stuff. Like I, I kind of try to find songs that give me, that have a good beat, like that uh, keep in time with my run pace. I'm not a super fast runner, but I'm not, I'm not like a snail. I'm not really slow, but I'm kind of like a middling. Um, so there is a particular song by DJ Khaled, the, um, all I do is win. All I do is win. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it just, it massively, if I'm really kind of feeling a bit like, oh, I can't carry on, that comes on and I'm like, right, I can do this. I can carry on. And I'm just like, get back in the zone. Um, but all, all sorts of songs. And, but that is a particular motivational one for me. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's been tricky trying to fit in running whilst um, working and having a little boy because he's only in nursery for three hours a day. But thankfully, um, even though we are in, into the second lockdown now, that is still happening. So um, I'm managing to fit in runs here and there. But um, it's, it's very important to me to keep training and to keep doing this because it's, it's supporting such a wonderful charity that is doing so much research and support for parents going through baby loss and um, miscarriage. And just in general, they support a lot of women and, and, and dads as well through pregnancy. Uh, so I, 
that's really what keeps me going. And just thinking about the babies that I lost, I, I sometimes, if I'm running and I'm feeling a bit, um, like I just want to stop, I just look up to the sky and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm doing it for a bigger thing. This is not just for me. So just carry on. So that's, that's basically what keeps me going and, and keeps me pounding those pavements. Well, I, I always say that if you have a problem, try to solve it to other people. It will help you to solve your problem instead of Definitely. focusing on yourself. Absolutely. And I think, and I think that's, that's, that's really profound because it's hard. Life can be really hard. I, you know, lo- losing a person, even if it's not like still alive, it, yeah. I, I can't imagine. I have kids, but I lost my father. Uh, it's, it's, it's harsh. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, you're talking about three miscarriages, uh, find this, this kind of motivation to get up, do it again, doing your thing. And especially as a brand owner, a business owner, it's, mm-hmm. it's all up to you. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I think it's amazing. This is really inspiration. Like you can do it. You can run half a marathon. You can do it again. Uh, think about pregnancy again and get up in the morning, trying to help somebody else problem, like solving it or showing we, we are stronger than what we think. Yeah, definitely. That That's, that's why I talk about it on, on Instagram. I'm very, very open about the fact that we had fertility struggles, that we went through IVF, that we've had the miscarriages because more people should be talking about this. It happens to so many women and the, the whole ethos around awesome mama is that I don't want anyone to ever feel alone. And if I talk about it, even if it helps one person, then I've done something good. So, um, definitely, um, sharing about it is a, is a, a huge thing for me. And, um, I feel, feel quite emotional about it right now, actually. Yeah. Um, great. Do people um, contact you when they, when you share yes, and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah. thanking you? Yeah. So I've, I, whenever I post about miscarriage or IVF, I have so many, um, DMS. I have people emailing me. I have, um, a blog post on my website about, uh, what we did to help our IVF success. And it's just tips that I, I did myself. Um, you know, they're not medical things. They're things that I helped did for myself to help my well-being and my mental state of mind and that is the most popular page of all of my website even out of the shop and looking at all the pictures that is the the page that people keep coming back to and and daily I get so many people visit that page but I think everyone is just trying to find someone else that they can relate to and if I can relate to someone else then I'm all for that yeah, I think that's, you know, we, we are thinking a lot about brands and, and especially independent brands and how they can thrive and succeed. And what does it mean when you have so many options today? Everything is like click away, right? Yeah. Amazon, Etsy is like s- super easy. And what you're doing is is so authentic and real because having um, a message, connecting people, uh, being exposed and you suddenly realize that's what really people are buying. And then the product itself, is just an excuse. Yeah. Uh, I will say because they want, they feel, okay, there is a place for me. I belong. Yeah. 
yeah. right? And that's yeah. stronger than anything else. And like you said, this is the most, uh, like most of the people who know your brand, they visit those pages. Mm. Uh, and I think content is first. Product is yeah. secondary. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Th- th- that's the future because you know one of the the brands that I know I'm following for the last five years. It's called Minimalist Baker. Um, it's in the US, and they started as a blog post around vegan food and and how to make a meal in eight with uh, eight ingredients. And after a few years, they start selling stuff. Uh, based on what they are making, like if you, it's like a waffle or a pancake. Like, this is the ingredients you can buy from us, and they are affiliates. Mm. And what's great about it is they they build an audience based on very unique voice and content that doesn't exist anywhere else, and connecting people this kind of meals. And and then they start sale, and not the opposite. And what I see most of the times, and, and you are pretty unique, and we had Java also. This mm. is like, I have a voice, I have something to share, I want to be exposed, and I think a lot of people are going to resonate and feel the same, and then you buy from me. Yeah. Uh, because y- you belong to this kind of small community. Yeah, definitely. It, it was by intention or just like you are yourself? How, how do you, because you're a very exposed person and on your mm. blog and social media, mm. like, can you share with us like what is... If there is a strategy, it was just you, you started this, like where's the inspiration coming from? Yeah, that never any and strategy. The courage, not only the inspiration, yeah, yeah. The courage too. <laughs> oh, people do say that to me. They say, oh, you're so brave. But it's like, I don't feel brave. I don't think anyone that does anything ever feels brave or goes out with the intention of I'm going to be brave today. It just happens. And I wouldn't class myself as a brave person. I'm just doing what I feel like I need to do to get by and to help other people get by. Um, there's never been any strategy behind my brand. Um, listening to Java's podcast, I totally related to so many things that she said. And and she mentioned that she never felt like a business person. I never feel like a business person. Um, I, I set up Awesome Mama. Just, it just kind of happened. Um, and I've always been very arty and um, I previously was um, a paper cut artist. And prior to that, I was um, a TV and editorial makeup artist. Um, And everything I've done, I've kind of always fallen into. Um, But I feel like it was the right time in my life for these things to happen. And Awesome Mama came about after me being a new mum and being insanely sleep deprived. I had a child who never, ever wanted to sleep. Um, <laughs> apart from I was up every hour for 10 months of his life. Uh, he only oh. would sleep in the, in the, in the pram being pushed around. Um, so I just spent my days just walking and just feeling like a shell of the person I used to be. And I needed some kind of outlet to try and regain the sense of myself again. So I started painting and painting little fun characters of really tired mums just covered in baby sick and just, just winging it. <laughs> and, um, and I just started post- posting pictures of them and people liked them. And then people asked for portraits. So I've made portraits and then it just grew from there. Um, 
and everything that I've done has really evolved uh, quite naturally. And people ask me to do things and they make suggestions and I really, really listen to the community that is around me. And a lot of my cards and things that I do have been because they've asked for it. Um, and what, what better way to build a business and for it to, for, for it to be successful than to make what people actually want to buy. So I've never had a strategy. It's just all fallen into place really. Um, and I've listened, I think a lot about being in business is you have to listen to your audience and I've just taken all of that on and tried my best. And some things along the way haven't worked so much, but you know, you just kind of, once you're in it and you're emerged in what you're immersed in what you're doing and you're connected to your community, it, it really helps to build in a better, more authentic way um, than having a, a specific plan in place of I'm going to do X by then. And I want to make this much money by then. It's just, I've, I've, I've never been that kind of person and I can't be that kind of person because it's, it's just not me and it doesn't feel natural. And if I had to force anything, I wouldn't do it. Um, I just, everything has to be very organic for me and in the way that I work and in the way that I connect to people, um, in, in my business and in my private life. It feels very genuine and authentic. And, um, you know, that was my first impression, our first impression when we interacted with you the first time. And I think that it really comes across that you're talking about yourself, talking about your life, people feel it. And, um, you know, you can also see it by what you do running half a marathon. Now you recently started, uh, donating to another charity. Yeah. Right. That's uh, right. Do you want to talk a bit about that? And, yeah. Uh, that, yes. Fabulous story. Thank you. Thank you for the kind things to say. It's really nice to hear. Um, yeah, it's, um, the, the cha charity is called the childhood trust. It's a London based charity and it helps to, uh, alleviate, uh, the impact of poverty on kids. And that came about very, very recently. Uh, I'd always wanted to regularly donate through my work to a charity and I always had in mind that I wanted it to be a kids charity. Um, and then when there was the, the debate in parliament about the free school kids meals, I got so, so frustrated and I cried and I shouted and I was just absolutely devastated by the injustice and the fact that these are just kids. It's not their fault. They shouldn't be having to go hungry like and i know some of the politicians were saying things like oh well the you know the the money and the vouchers are being sold for drugs and things like that and it's just like even if it is why are you blaming the kids but mm. it's i think for for the most part families are really genuine and they don't want to have to have handouts and everyone is just trying their best. And when they took away the, the free school meals for the kids over the holidays and into Easter, it just broke my heart. And I had a big outpouring on um, Instagram stories. And I just thought I need to do whatever I can 
you know, I'm only a very, very small business and I don't earn huge amounts of money. But if I can afford to give a bit of what I do earn to someone else who needs it more than I do, then I'm going to do it. So I had a Google and I found the Childhood Trust and they're doing amazing things. They're, they are connected with so many communities in London. They have so many projects going on. Um, um, and they just felt like the right fit. As soon as I started reading about them, when I saw some videos, I thought, no, this is who I need to be supporting. So I got in touch with the charity and they were totally up for it. And um, so now I will be collecting money from all of my sales. And each month I'm donating to the Childhood Trust and Imagine. I will be doing that for the foreseeable future because I think they're doing such wonderful things. And I, I couldn't, again, I couldn't not do it. I had, had to, I had to do whatever I could. Um, and it may not be much, but it's better than nothing. I think there, that's what I believe that what you see today, COVID and everything, those kind of infrastructure, government, mm -hmm. uh, big social things are collapsing they don't have this kind of solutions too yeah. too much too many interests and opposite interests and i think that business can be a force of change and even if you it's just you know a few pounds a month it, it's not yeah. about that it's about you sharing stories and you make a stand and that's you you changing people's life Because yeah. if I read it and I know when I buy from you, I'm also part of this kind of change or movement. Yeah. And I'm having this story so I can share this story. So you're in a hub for, even if it's small, but it doesn't matter. If more people will do it, this kind of small movement will become big. Exactly. Because I don't think government has the power really to change stuff. They're slow. Yeah. You can see it in, in every country. If I live in Amsterdam. And they're really slow. You know, I'm thinking about like, We are almost a year into this COVID thing. We are in the second lockdown. And where are you? Like, what are you doing? And, and if you look at, you know, th those kind of problems like you mentioned about kids and meals, mm. I think we need to take responsibility. It's time. Yeah, yeah right? definitely. And It's, like you it, say, it, if, if everyone made a small, if everyone made small actions, it equals a much bigger impact. And if every business could do something like that it's gonna create it's it's like the you know a stone rolling down a hill and it just mm -hmm. build up and, and get bigger and bigger and makes more of an impact and hopefully this is the way of the future and i know that a lot of small businesses are doing things like this because it's not just about making money for them i don't think that business is what it used to be I think people are having, um, putting more heart and soul into what they're doing and thinking about the bigger picture. And that's what I want to do with what I'm doing. You know, yes, making money is important and it's nice to have nice things, but there are more important things that are more valuable to me than having loads of money sat in the bank. Yeah. Yeah, J Java sent me an. Uh, this this is so accurate. I think it's based on emotions. And Java sent me a message. It was in her, uh, I think, a story a few days ago after our podcast. She called it "emotional future of business." Mm. Um, and and it struck me because 
you know, when you go to Amazon or Etsy or any platform, really any platform, it's about products and features. And, and the only way for the consumer to find someone is just to filter uh, the features or pricing. And it becomes only a commodity. And, and it takes away the emotion, the story of the brands. And I think this is very dangerous. And what you're describing is something bigger. Your inspiration is life. Your inspiration is your pain. Your inspiration is other people to help them. And you talk about it. It's very emotional. You see problems. You try to solve it. You tell stories. And, and this is true. This is like, this is working. Maybe it takes more time, but this is genuine and people yeah. can really connect. And the opposite of this is just, I'm selling, selling, selling and discounts. And, you know, um, that's not going to work because whatever you do today, everybody, everyone else can do it. Like selling pictures or cards or t-shirts. Yeah. You have millions of that. Yeah. So only by having a genuine voice that believes in something, making a stand, doing something, doesn't matter what, telling stories. That's, that's exactly why we built Sapia because we, we want to spread this kind of idea and it, it's exactly what you're doing. It's not a business. It's more like a community that gathers yeah. together and there is also transactions and money, which is totally yeah. fine. Yeah, to add to that, I think that in Stacy's case, you have wonderful art. Yeah, obviously you're the artist, so you're a handcraft artist. You create your art. It's very hard to copy you product-wise, but the product is one facet of it. And I think yeah. that the story and the mission um, are much more impactful. Uh, but on that, actually, let's talk about it. I know we chatted yesterday and you told me that through your journey, looking into awesome mamas and you know you started thinking about moms and then about parents and then about families and then it led you to think about the kids and maybe it was through seeing your own son growing up now you have a more um a bigger mission and you said it's not only about the parents i also want to broaden the perspectives of kids and you even wrote a book for children's maybe just walk us through it your journey there how did you get to that point yeah um it definitely the whole thing has been inspired by my little boy and seeing the world through his eyes. And when you become a parent, you just, you totally look at things differently. Like the way he does things and the way he builds things, like he's, it's so much more abstract and free and they've, they haven't lost their curiosity and they're, they're just interested in everything. Yeah. And, um, my little boy is obsessed with dinosaurs and he has Same been, here. <laughs> yeah. But how interesting are dinosaurs? Like I never would have given them a second thought if I hadn't had a child. <laughs> but now you ask me pretty much anything. I will probably know the answer, but it's all because of him and his, his yearning to learn and to, to see things and to know things. It's definitely given me the drive to step back and, and look, really look at things and, and investigate things more. And I think that's what it's, what childhood is all about. It's just, it's learning and it's curiosity and it's delving into things and getting muddy and just experiencing things in the present and not, kids don't dwell on things, you know, no. they may dwell, they may have a tantrum about something and, you know, dwell on it for a couple of minutes, but then, you know, 
10 minutes later, it's all gone and they're on to the next thing. And I want that to be a part of Awesome Mama too. I have plans for the future of, of doing lots more um, products and images for kids that really spark their curiosity and get them thinking about things and um, get them to delve deeper into their own interests and to explore the world around them and just really embrace the world that we live in. And the book, um, it's still a bit of a working progress. The words are actually written. My husband wrote the actual book. I'm doing all the illustration where we spoke about um, what goes where, what what kind of kind of the storyline and things. Um, so we have there has been a slight collaboration in the way things have been set out with the wording, but he basically has been the main author of the book. And it it's I don't want to give too much away, um, but it's <laughs> it's really, really lovely. It's um it's got um a a meaning and there's feeling and emotion behind it and it's something that kids can explore with their parents and we actually sent out um the text to i think about 30 parents from different parenting groups online and we had such amazing feedback it was so lovely to hear people reading this book with their kids and asking when can i buy it when can i buy it um, the holdup is a little bit because of me, I'm afraid. Hmm. Um, I'm doing all of the illustration for it and I have been a bit slow because I'm trying to balance running the business, doing everyone's commissions and doing the washing and the cleaning and feeding everyone and looking <laughs> after my little boy. It, you know what it's like being a parent. You have like 300 things to do and only time for five of them. Um, so the illustrations are in progress but it's something that we will be sending out to publishers as soon as i've done i think i only need to do like two more drawings and then it will be sending off to publishers to see if um, anyone's interested but uh, we may even go down the self-publishing route which to me seems really really scary because it's very unknown um but who knows where how it will get out there but i want it to get out there because it's such a great story and it's it's just super cute <laughs> Amazing. and i just really want it to be out in the world the, i see you know i see pattern also i keep coming to java because it's also very inspiring for us and 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 you are very similar because you think about experiences first mm. and you get a lot of inspiration from life so she's all about like dining and food and then home and you're all about kids and parenthood. Yeah. And and the same thing she she started from from uh, I think the old thing started from again the children. Yeah. And sometimes it seems like you know there are blockers to to express ourselves mm -hmm. but what I see also for myself there are source of inspiration they are a source of new perspective and thinking about the future and what does it mean to be alive yeah and 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 we can there are partners in a way even if they don't don't see it and you totally. say i don't sleep yeah. and i don't but they yeah. are part of this journey yeah um teaching you stuff yeah um, all the time right 
It, yeah. it reminds me the Netflix uh, show lately. It was uh, broadcasted um, by Octopus Teacher, something like that. Oh right? my god, that was amazing. That was th- that was like yeah. mind blowing. Really I think it was the best thing I've ever seen on I TV. Agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the it's the best doco that I ever seen. Yeah, and what I loved about it. You, you we are part of something you know, we are not visitors yeah and even a small creature which can seems meaningless can teach you so much about yeah, life definitely definitely and and everything exists already you just you don't see it mm-hmm. and i think what you're doing is using your life as an inspiration expressing it to other people and building experiences while what I see a lot of brands are doing, they are focusing on products or, you know, um, or business, let's call it. While it, it, I see it all over again, all, all over mm. the place. The best brands, let's call it, which yeah. is you, for example. Yeah. Yeah. It's about you write, you draw, you think, you expressed. Uh, you, you look at different facets. It's not only drawing. It's more than that. And, and that's... That's the experience. That's more. That's more authentic than I'm selling a plate, mm. because that I can get everywhere, um, and and seeing life through those lenses, and giving those people out there this kind of experience, uh, emotional experience. This is bigger. Yeah, definitely, and and I would definitely rather buy from someone who has who's thought about what they're doing and is more involved in the process. And, and going back to Java again, um, just looking at her website and the products that she sell sells that have not necessarily anything to do with her artwork. True. You know, the ni- the knives, like these amazing, beautiful knives. I sent a link to my husband last night and I said, we need to get these. Yeah. But there's, I would much rather do that and support someone who's, a smaller brand who's really put thought and soul into their business than to go to John Lewis to buy on Amazon. Mm-hmm, There's, yeah. It doesn't enrich my life as much. I would much rather support a brand that I feel connected to and that I know will benefit more from me buying something than if I were to just be mm-hmm. another credit card that gets run through a till in a big department store Mm. yeah i agree by the way i think that's the only way like if you even think about strategically (laughs) you know because it's so noisy that's the only way um to we call it cut through the noise yeah and and some people say i don't know what to write about and, and 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 i'm afraid let's look at your life this is the inspiration what you've been through What's, you know, the, uh, document, don't create. Like, what are you going through? What is your pain? What is your success? Share it with people. It's, yeah. it's better than anything else. Totally. And everyone has something to say, even if they feel like they don't. They don't. They they do. Just like you say, look around you. What's going on? What are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're feeling, someone else is going to be feeling the exact same thing and they will be able to relate to that. Yeah, and that's I think that's so real. Yeah, that was so incredible to hear it from uh, my discussion with Joe, and he called emotional future of business. 
Like this is the next level of building something. You connect emotionally to yourself, to your surrounding and to other people and sharing experience. And then you can sell somebody else's knife and it makes totally sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it didn't feel out of place at all looking at knives on her website. It just felt natural and like so, it should be <laughs> It's very interesting. You know, we chatted about it a bit yesterday, you and I, Stacey, and um, we talked about... You basically said right at the beginning, you said, look, I want to build a tribe. I want to build a community. I don't want to grow alone as a brand. Yeah. I want to help other people. And by helping each other, we can all grow together. But I feel like, I don't know, the mediums that are out there today are limiting. I, it's hard to start those conversations. And we started a very interesting discussion. I just, I would love to hear your take on it just to um, see where it comes from and what do you how how do you see it yeah um it's it's funny because when i first became a parent i felt very very lonely and even though i had a few friends around me most of them that most of my close friends weren't having kids that lived near me um and i didn't feel connected to anyone in particular and i felt really quite miserable and being a parent it's boring sometimes and you're doing the same thing over and over again and where where can you easily meet people that are experiencing the same thing as you and online is is the best place at the minute i feel especially during covid times um And I think Instagram is, is a good place for connecting with other people. Um, but it's not because it is just, it is so visual. It's difficult to have big conversations with lots of people at the same time. Um, I, I try to keep conversation open um, on my Instagram. And, but, it, but it is difficult. And there's Facebook groups, but I feel like There is something missing somewhere because Facebook feels so noisy. I very, very mm -hmm. rarely go on Facebook anymore because it's just, it's changed a lot. It's mainly about ads now. You know, the first or second thing that pops up on your feed is usually an ad for something. Um, and there are so many different groups, but I think it's just about trying to narrow down the the people that you want to relate to seeking them out and it may take time um, and then connecting with them wherever you can online. Um, I've made amazing friends through Facebook. Some I've met, some that I haven't, but people that I send things to in the post, people that send things to me. When I had um, one of my miscarriages, one of my lovely friends from Instagram who I have actually met and worked with in real life now, She sent me um, a voucher for a, to get a pizza. <laughs> you know, that is, I just thought that was so lovely and so thoughtful. And that It was is. a connection that we made wow. um, online. So I think that wherever you can, whether it's in person, with the kids, in the park, on Facebook, on Instagram, find out, find the people who you really connect with 
and who are on your level, who have something to say and something to say to you and things that you're interested um, in talking about, they're just find the way, find a way, find a place. But those people are out there. Um, but I don't know if something is missing at the minute in the world. Um, something that does feel like you're meeting a person for coffee, but online. I, d- I don't know. I I don't know if that's be- just because of me and the way that I am. I'm not, although I'm very um, chatty online, I'm not a hugely sociable person and I like my own space. Um, so I don't know if that's just me and my point of view, or if it's just the way that online is, I don't know, but I, I'm finding that as you say, there's a lot of noise. Um, and you do sometimes have to trawl through to find the people that you can connect with. But I think it's so worth it if you, if you can do that. I think that the, the, the problem Facebook and Instagram, um, it's the context. So people don't expect to have meaningful conversations. That's very true. Right. And, and, especially Instagram, I think it's a horrible platform, really. Like, <laughs> of course, you have wonderful people and some wonderful um, profiles, but the majority, like, think about it. The, the whole business, their whole business is take our data and sell it to someone. Yeah. And they're trying to predict our behavior, so you will click on the next thing. So what happened in a platform like this, when you're just trying to predict what you will click, is generating content that trying to analyze you as a human being and where is your weakest point yeah so if you open explore in instagram it's all about grabbing your attention to some bs really yeah yeah and and so people start to have this kind of habit uh if you need to like I don't know instead of a cigarette, you can open Instagram and just you know wind and then okay, I'm I'm just like browsing something yeah. just to relax. Or but but this is this this is the addiction I think. So yeah. if this is the core of what they build, uh, I don't think that was their intention, by the way, but no. because the business model and suddenly it's really hard to find meaning in a platform that's trying to be meaningless. Yeah. Just to just to make you stay there without any real meaning. So yeah, and 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 that's also what we are trying to change in a way. Think about what what's the next level of human interaction, and I think it's the context. Because if I will tell you, you know, there is Instagram for people that care about whatever you care about, uh, like making an impact, something big, mm. uh, connecting people, and. You know, it's like going to a supermarket. You can, uh, I don't know, go to Lidl or you can go to something local or you can go something organic or you can go to something that everything that sells there is about having an impact on the world. It's more than just vegan. It's not about me. It's about like when people buy from you, they know mm-hmm. you're doing good mm-hmm. and this is your mission. So imagine a mission-driven place that yeah. you connect only with mission-driven people. So it's all yeah. about meaning. Mm. Uh, so I think the context is broken and also the business model. And that's why it's so hard to really find um, real connection in, in those kind of places. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Reminds me of um, 
a thing that happened to me. I was uh, a friend of mine posted an article on LinkedIn, and I wanted to comment on the article. The article was like two pages, so I wrote a comment, but it was a bit long. It was like three paragraphs, but then I felt weird. I'm like, can I comment such a long? Can I leave such a long comment? On LinkedIn, even though it's LinkedIn and it's a bit more business oriented than Instagram and Facebook, still, I felt bad. And that makes you think, that's right, like just what Sharon said, there's no place to have a meaningful conversation. Like I want to give a meaningful feedback on what he posted and yet everyone else is giving him like one-liners and I'm the only one writing an essay, you know? Yeah, yeah. Weird. It's really sad. It's really really quite miserable that that's the way that we sometimes feel. And I, and I feel the same way. Sometimes when I write a big, long Instagram post, I'm like, does anyone really care? Yeah, that's <laughs> anyone, we also ask ourselves. It? <laughs> yeah, it's so true, you know. Yeah. We're yeah, spending yeah, yeah. so much effort. Like, yeah. this should be meaningful. Otherwise, you know, we are thinking about our company. We have a certain amount of money. We call it runway. You cannot do it forever because if it's not going to make money, we can. We need to close it. This is any yeah. business. Yeah. And today I woke up and say, this is life. You know, it's going to end maybe 50 years from now, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. And I have also a runway. So what I'm choosing to do today needs to have an impact on, on my life, somebody else's life. Other, otherwise, it's like, why, why bother? Yeah. Really? Yeah, totally. So that, that's when what I it's a great metaphor. Yesterday, yeah. So, so, and I think you know when you open Instagram, ninety-five percent it's meaningless. Yeah. Maybe even more. And I think what you're doing in Java, and we see others, is okay. Maybe it's not for everyone. You know what? It's not for everyone. I'm gonna yeah. put my life, and I think it's gonna help you. And when I write something, it has meaning. Yeah. Um, and you're part of a change, saying. I, I don't care about this, just be having a photo that everybody will like. I, I will, I'm really care about uh, changing your life or adding some value. And this is the real reason to build a business. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, why, why bother? Because it's so much effort. Yeah. It's, it's taxing. <laughs> why? Really? Why? Yeah. 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 I, I said that, I said this to Elad yesterday that, if if I can't make a difference, what's the point? It kind of feels like a waste of life. Like we we only we only have one life, yeah. and you know as cliche as that is, it's true. Um, so we need to make the most of it. And I want to build meaningful connections and try and make a difference as best I can, and to leave a better world for my son and the kids that are coming up behind us and, and that will be leading the way. Um, and also I do think that the kids that are growing up now will do a much better job helping this planet than, uh, yeah. than the people that have come before us have. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is, I think it has to be about meaning because otherwise it's nothing. And I don't think that having, you know, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, it's, I don't think that that is the way either. I think having smaller businesses, smaller followings, but that are engaged, that are interested in what they're posting and what people are saying, that is the way forward. It's about the conversation. It's True. not just about 
the product, as you say. It's about me- meaning and the why. Like, why are you doing this? And what what can we do to make things better for each other and to live in a nicer world? True. And especially when, you know, lo- many people and professionals saying could be this is the last generation of humanity. So we need to change. That's and, so depressing. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it's like saying I'm going to die, right? You can yeah. say this is depressing or you can say, okay, what can I do about it? That's, that's true. I have yes. one life and yes. maybe our kids or grandkids not going to have the same resources and abundance. Mm-hmm. So why did I brought kids to this world? I can change. Maybe I will not succeed. But if we will all come together, all those kind of change leaders, whatever you yeah. do, it could be very small, like having a smile, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, enough. Yeah. And yeah. not think about politics or another platform is going to save you. Let's connect, be a force mm. of good, yeah. tell great stories that spread, have a meaningful conversation, because otherwise, why really bother? Yeah, totally. And I think it's it's taking responsibility uh, and and and... And not giving it. That, that's the, the mindset. Like we are blaming politics or mm. leaders or big companies and corporates. Mm. Okay, you can do better. You can make yeah. another, a different choice and buy this product or join this platform or yeah. having this meaningful. Don't just like, write a comment, uh, choose who you follow. And these small steps can change the world. People don't see it, but this is a lot of meaning. If, if you know, Facebook. I think it was like three months ago, a lot of companies said, you know what, go to hell. We're not going to invest money in Facebook and and have uh, commercials on your platform for the next month because you're contributing to hate. That's what you're doing. This is your platform. And suddenly Mark Zuckerberg started thinking, okay, maybe we'll change a couple of things. So we can change. The whole humanity, it's about changing. and, And some people, some said, okay, we we don't care. I think there is a better way. Uh, black people can drive, can be in a bus. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is insane yeah. to think about it today. It's still happening some places. Yeah, uh, they can. Women can vote. Women can have the same salaries as men. Like, wow, why shouldn't they? And some yeah. people are trying to exactly. protect the status quo. Yeah. So th- I think what you're doing this this is huge because it's hard to measure. But it's bit by bit, giving experience, sharing stories, having an impact and donation doesn't matter. Uh, But it's not about the product because everybody is about the product. And this is like, I I cannot handle like 3000 products. (laughs) You know, when you look for Plantry uh, or anything else on Etsy, you get hundreds of thousands of results. How you can thrive as a business or as an economy when everybody's screaming yeah and and meaning is the only way and making a stand yeah so i think you're and that's why you're here because we want to bring the voice of those small people that make huge changes and for us this what you're doing is huge really well what you're doing is huge (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 unlike any other business that i've ever encountered and I've I've run my own art business for oof, like fifteen years, 
And I've, I've never encountered a company that is so insanely passionate about what they're doing and giving other people a voice and being about being better and doing better and having the meaning like you guys, you're, you're, you're leading a revolution. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it's our business is actually your business. So we, that's what we, that's how we see it. You know? Yeah. Our, our vision is to have 5,000 people like you in the same place, collaborating, connecting and changing the world. Mm-hmm. Like imagine exactly. that, imagine that. It's, we we it's can be bigger incredible. than Amazon, really. Yeah. Because Amazon is buy and sell and that's it. I don't know you. I don't care about you. Yeah. I don't know who you are. And and by saying that, we are we are paying huge environmentally, socially, and suddenly you have people listen, I care about partners, I care about suppliers, I care about environment, my community, my kids. I'm a real person. Now choose. Uh, I'm yeah. having an impact. So I think five years from now, that's going to, most of the money, attention, resources, is going to move to people making changes. Mm. Yeah, or definitely. Th- Tackling that's the, the biggest future. problems on the planet. Yeah, yeah, that's a few. And that's, Sapia, it's all about that. Like, we need people, brands, professionals, wake up in the morning and say, okay, fuck the status quo. We don't have mm. a future. I have kids. I want to do something. Yeah. That's it. And 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 you cannot do it alone, like you said. You need to connect. I want to have meaningful conversations. And I don't think there is a place that I'm selling a product. Okay, mm. you have like millions of you selling a product. And and you know what? We don't need it. Really. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. when the Amazons are 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 on fire. And climate crisis is everywhere. And this is COVID, by the way. This is climate crisis, if we don't understand it. We need to do something. We need to change. And not everyone, that's fine. Like, none of the revolution in human history is, was done by a lot of people. It's a handful. It could be a couple of thousands. Yeah. yeah, a couple of thousands saying, you know what? I'm going to do something, but I need to connect to the right people. I'm going to build my tribe. I'm going to connect to a tribe. It's all about there is a better way. And that's why you are here, because we want to bring this voice of people saying, I think differently. Exactly. And build us around you. What does Stacy need to make sure that she can achieve her goals? She can have her impact. She can build her story, lead conversations, connect with people. What services does she need? What platform does she need? That's what we're going to build around change, around mm-hmm. impact. Mm. Well, I'm really grateful for you guys, and I'm really thankful that I I found you. And um, likewise, yeah. And it was totally by chance. I I I, I don't believe through. in chance. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah maybe. Really, it because be. why you are here? Why people? Some people are going to listen to it. It's going to change your business. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. And they're going to say, you know what? I'm going to run a marathon. If one person going to, you know what? Next time I'm going to see my kid's interest as a leading source to my inspiration. Mm. Uh, you Maybe know, I have stories to tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, and we, th- this is, it's all about spreading those kind of new ideas, revolutionary ideas that the, the goal, the objective, there is hope. Really, there is hope. If we can connect. There is hope. 
And, what and that's why you're here. And, and I think your intention and our intention just find the way to, to each other. Because we spoke with hundreds of brands, hundreds, and only handful say, you know, I don't know what you're doing. I, I'm not, you know, you're just the beginning and I'm, I'm not sure, but, but something really resonates with how I feel. It's mm. about people and every brand that we uh, brought in, we, we ask, okay, we want to have conversation first. It's not joining, it's, it's something bigger. And yeah. only if you resonate, we can do something together. And yeah. I don't know exactly how it's going to look like, but do you want to be part of it? Yeah, definitely. It's exciting. It's, it's refreshing and, and interesting and it's the way forward. Yeah, I agree. So I have one final question. And before we wrap up for today, mm-hmm. if um, you would like people to contact you or start a conversation with you, what would you like it to be about uh, in the next few weeks or so? Oh, um, anything and everything, really. I'm, I'm totally up for all sorts of conversations. But if anyone is particularly feeling lost about miscarriage or IVF or or trying to set up their own company I mean I'm not a business expert but I'm still here all these years later kind of plodding on um I'm I'm totally up for anything um if anyone wants to get it get in touch uh, for collaborations um I'm I'm interested in that um anything to do with kids, anything to do with parenting. Um, I'm, I'm an, I'm pretty much an open book to be quite honest. So, um, I'm, I'm here, but for a chat. (laughs) Great. I think it was, you know, a lot, every time, every conversation is so different and I don't know if saying more awesome, I don't know, like where to put it. Like it was never know where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that, for me that's my why you know being here having this conversation just imagine people out there right now running doing their thing gonna listen to it maybe even one year from now it's like okay I- i'm gonna do something different and th- that's exactly what why we are here and that's so great to have you and hear real people doing real things it was so, so inspiring bravely. yeah well, I'm 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 really excited about um, where Sapia is going, and so intrigued, and I can't wait to to see what happens and and how it evolves and how I evolve with you, and uh, what comes next. Brilliant! Thank you for your time today. It was Very uh, well. phenomenal. I think yeah, I think we're gonna do fast. another one soon. <laughs> another one. That would be great. I'm so up for it. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm 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 really happy that you uh that you asked me on. Mm-hmm.